Welcome to the Bull and Bear Show with Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now, here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire. Hello and welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. I am so blessed that you're with us once again this week. My name is Michael McGuire and my company is McGuire Capital. And listen, during today's show or even after, if you've got questions, you want to give me a comment about anything, give me a call at 405-760-5863. And again, my name is Michael McGuire. Each and every week, uh, we're right here on the same station, and we have set aside uh, blocked out time for listeners to get to meet me and to sit down and get a financial plan for you. And all that really uh, takes is a phone call to me. And you can check us out at my website, which is mcguirecap.com. That's M-C-G-U-I-R-E.com. Uh, and uh, today's show, I'm going to be talking about something that is certainly weighed on my family and I'm quite certain your family and it's inflation. It's going to be kind of a today a beginner's guide to what inflation is. It's important to understand how inflation can affect you and your family and certainly your retirement. Uh, for you know it, it doesn't take uh, us to look back very far in time and to realize that prices are much higher here in 2023 than they were a few years ago. And and uh, inflation, we're going to we're going to talk about that. So um, our wallets absolutely uh, got hit hard during the covid years and after the covid years. High inflation was raging um, in 2023. Uh, we've seen some good news on this front. We've seen a little bit of reduction uh, over uh, what it was last year. But I think all of us have felt uh, the pinch that it's certainly higher than it was pre-COVID. And so it's important to understand, first of all, what inflation is. And and I want to give you today just kind of a, a glimpse into that and talk to you about how you should structure your uh, portfolios to take advantage uh, or at least protect yourself uh, from times like this when we've got high inflation going. The article that I read that spurred me on to to pick this topic is The Price is Right. Uh, it's a U.S. inflation. Uh, it's a Forbes magazine article that was titled The Price is Right. Basically, U.S. inflation hit a two-year low in May. Now, you know, everything's relative. And so I'm feeling it when I go eat out with my family, when I go to Home Depot or Lowe's, uh, certainly when I go to the grocery store, prices are definitely higher uh, for sure. But the article dealt into some some things that I think today uh, during the show that you're going to find important. And before I go too further along, I want to introduce my co-host each and every week, Tony Shore. Tony, welcome to the program. Well, great to be on the program, Michael. Thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, ice cream truck. Oh, my goodness. 
does anything make you feel like a little kid again, like the ice cream truck? We were talking about that Nothing. earlier, and it seems like uh, they're making a bit of a comeback. They've always been in my neighborhood, and when our kids were young, you'd hear the truck coming, the music playing, the bells, and uh, all the kids, neighborhood kids, would run out uh, onto the street. I'd let them go first, get theirs. Of course, my kids would immediately run to uh, my wife and I and ask for money, of course. Of course. Uh, then course. I'd let them get their stuff. Then I'd step up and get my malt cup because they always had a malt cup. I love those. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, that's great. But uh, a good topic today as well. First of all, though, Michael, before we get into that, how have you been? What have you been up to? I've uh, been excellent. I've uh, attended a couple of financial seminars uh, last week. I uh, uh, been trying to, you know, gain more and more knowledge. Taxes is a big thing. It's going to be a bigger thing going forward for everybody. So we've been um, working closely with some CPAs that we work with at my firm, and and uh, and looked at tax strategies, things that retirees definitely need to pay attention to. It kind of goes hand in hand with this topic of inflation because there's two two tony big thieves for your retirement nest egg and that is inflation and it's taxation so those are the two topics if you're listening to me right now and you would like to have a a uh, kind of a, a prep course on both of those uh, subjects i'd encourage you to give me a call you know we set aside time each and every uh week for our listeners um you, how that works is you come in you kind of bring uh with you everything that you're doing right now we'd love you to bring in your tax statement and in your current statements that you have your various places that you have your money from your 401k down to your savings account at the bank and we are going to have a heart to heart absolutely no cost for this consultation i'm going to put in your hands my book tall ships and small ships i uh have written it specifically for retirees. It's a great resource. We have um, a toolkit basically that we're going to provide you with. It's just like any big project that you are going to tackle, and certainly your life savings is a big project. You need a roadmap. You need the tools that are needed to get you to your destination. And uh, it all starts with a phone call to my office, get you on our schedule, and we will work up a financial plan for you to get you you down the road closer to your retirement and you'll know you know things like your magic number tony things like you need to know how much do i need to retire so but before i go to even further into that hey how was your week and what did what happened to you this week well yeah i i have a lot to talk about i actually uh, we went down to see my parents and we had a party for my parents it was their 60th wedding anniversary, Michael. Uh, what a milestone. Wow. 60, 60th wedding anniversary. And, of course, uh, my dad said 60 years of marriage, 10 years of marital bliss. And, <laughs> and, then, and then they asked my mom, you know, wow, 60 years of marriage, you know, uh, that's a long time. And, I, you know, how did you do it, staying happily married that whole time? She just said he was gone a lot. <laughs> he was gone a lot. <laughs> he was an over-the-road truck driver, so that was true. And I think there's some truth behind it, but they were just poking fun at each other. But, I mean, my mom, you know, she's in a home, and that's where we had the party. But a lot of people showed up, and we had cake, and there were cards and gifts, and it was really neat. And they really enjoyed seeing people they hadn't seen in a while. And spending that time together with family was great because – Neither one of them are doing the best. You know, they're getting older. My mom has Parkinson's really bad, and she's uh, 
you know, can't mm-hmm. get around on her own and do anything on her own anymore. And uh, and uh, she's getting a little bit of the Louis bodies dimension that goes along with it. But she was really sharp, still quick witted. So that's a good sign. That's a good sign. What a blessing. 60 years. Yeah. You know, isn't that great? While you were while you were talking, I got I grabbed my calculator and for me to hit that, which I'm going to to hit that 60 year mark marriage to my bride, Trisha, um, Tony, I'm 56. I'm going to I'll be 99 years old because I've been married 17 oh. years right now. So for me to hit what your parents have have already done, I'll be a 99 year old man. So well, they what, got a, married what young. a blessing my, for them. Yeah, my mom was what a blessing. my mom was 18 or 19 and then my dad was like wow 23 so they got married young you know um, wow. well but, uh, that's the, awesome. yeah it is awesome and then my dad just turned 80 so yep yeah yep. so they got married quite a bit younger than you did uh in that sense because they've been uh, married that whole time and uh yeah pretty amazing right out of high school so now how many kids how many brothers just sisters me. do you have Oh that's wow! That's also part of wow. the part of the solution, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, yep, they yep, no. They, uh, they had me, and they said that's enough. We can't handle more of that. I'll tell you that. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Well, you gave them some grandbabies, so that's oh, yes. awesome. Yeah, so. they love their grandkids, so that's good. They have three grandchildren, so they like that a lot and love seeing the kids. So that's good. You know, no, uh, that is that is phenomenal. I. Uh, I had, uh, uh, like I said, I was out of town and in for a few days and attended some financial seminars and and it was it was a good thing. I I picked up the newspaper, which I rarely look at the newspaper anymore. But um, price of oil is uh, at ninety bucks today, oh. and uh, you know this inflation topic. Um, that kind of drives home. Um, we're going to, that affects so many things that we touch are oil based and, and whether it comes yep. in on a, on a truck to, to get to the stores or where, whether it's plastics or directly. And, you know, this inflation topic, it, it, it comes into this. I read an article from Goldman Sachs that was talking about oil could hit 300. And can you imagine if oil went to 300? Um, some of the things that, that could ha- make that inch, you know, past the 90 level and going up into the hundreds, uh, and God forbid that we hit 300. Uh, but, um, it's something called BRICS. It's in the news everywhere. Uh, that stands for B-R-I-C-S, stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. And those countries have united and have went to Saudi Arabia and has said, look, we are done converting our currency into the U.S. dollar to buy your wool. Because a little history lesson, when Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard, we kind of, um, without big fanfare, became under the petro standard. We really went to a petrodollar, meaning in the, think about in the mid, late 70s, all the oil in the world was thought to have resided in Saudi Arabia and that area yeah, of the world. Yeah. And um little did we know that the other discoveries would be made and you got to think china at that time was really a third world country i mean they were on bicycles mainly so we had a lot of power and um we went over there to saudi arabia and said listen um if if 
uh, we're going to continue to buy your oil, then everybody's going to have to convert their money to U.S. dollars for you to sell them oil. And they agreed to that. And Tony, that has prepped up our dollar through all these years because supply demand, if you have more demand for a product, and in this case, the product would be the United States dollar, um, it's going to hold its value up, right? So if you got everybody in the world needing oil and they're going to middle east to do that and they're having to convert their currency to the u.s that has prepped our dollar all that changed this year um with those those uh five countries and there's more actually asking to join um i think it's a it's a blow to our currency that we all need to be aware of because i think as our topics today is inflation, it's going to be very inflationary because a weak dollar and certainly less people buying something would cause it to be a little weaker um, it is a recipe for for um, needing more dollars or inflation, more dollars to buy the same goods and services. So I was thinking back, I graduated from the University of Oklahoma back in 1988. I can't believe it, 35 years ago. To mail a letter in, in 1988 was 25 cents. You know, today, Tony, it's 66 cents. That's an increase of 164%. Um, if you look at um, other things like a loaf of bread, um, I went back and, and looked at bread over the last 26 or so years. And bread has also increased around 137%. Uh, lumber has just went crazy, still went crazy, really went crazy in, in 2021. We've seen a, a little pullback, but certainly at higher levels. So we're going to delve into that, that topic um, in today's show. I think that... Uh, if you're listening and you've got questions, I want you to, to give me a call. And my number, once again, is 405-760-5863 because I want in your mind to be thinking about how should I position my portfolio if we have higher and higher inflation in the future. Now, uh, with that said, the press, if you listen to the press, and it is true that uh, some of these numbers have backed away, but we're still relatively higher than we were just three years ago. And all of us know that. I mean, we all have to live and eat and, and, uh, so we feel it. So you got to ask yourself, have I had that conversation with my financial advisor, my financial professional has he or she talked to me about how I should have my portfolio structured to, uh, to help me with inflation. And uh, that's a conversation that you would have with us um, along with that conversation about taxation. I think they go hand in hand. And uh, I hope today's show, Tony, that uh, people are going to get something out of it. Well, I, yeah, I'm sure they will. There's a lot of great information out there. And uh, yeah, you brought up the oil prices. That scares me a little bit. And then you think, why? And then they say, well, the U.S. data shows tighter crude supply. So the oil companies use that to justify raising prices. Yep. I don't know. There's a lot going on. And, and as you explained, there's a lot behind it. So um, and there. Well, I mean, I, I look no further than the United States government on the tighter supplies. What did they do? This administration right off the bat, day one, what did they do? They cut 
pipelines. Yeah. They've restricted drilling. So naturally, if you make a product harder to get, costs more to get, the prices are going to go up. And duh, it's exactly what happened. Prices have went up. By the way, those oil companies still own that oil. It's under the ground. And so even though they're not drilling as much, they're not producing as much. Um, the fact is they've had record profits because yep. um, basically what their product is is went higher and higher. And so I've watched the big all the big ones, Chevron and ConocoPhillips, uh, ExxonMobil, <clears throat> all the majors. I've watched them report record profits. And you know what? They deserve it. I mean, it, it, if we really as a country um, don't like seeing higher prices, the pump, we, we had the solution. But we had the solution before this administration entered office. Um, we were we were we had regained our title and we were enjoying low gas prices for that. So um, I get frustrated about, uh, you know, both sides. Hey, I, I get frustrated with Republicans. I get frustrated with Democrats. But there's some blatant things going on that that has me concerned. And one of them is the U.S. dollar. It's it's policies that I think have weakened the dollar. I want to know why that's going on. It will affect every one of us. And uh, certainly inflation does affect every one of us. So uh, Investopedia had an article, Inflation, What Is It? How uh, how it can be controlled. And it gave some examples. So um, let's start with the simplest question of all. What is inflation? Well, at the root, Tony, inflation is a rise in prices in a drop in purchasing power over a time, okay? So the level at which purchasing power falls can be shown in the average price increase of a basket of selected goods. So think of this. I, I know that I need toothpaste. I know that I need a haircut. I know that I need eggs. I know that I need, you know, all these items. We put it in a basket and we look at uh, my example, 1988, when I graduated from college. Well, that basket of goods cost you add it all up and you get the average price or the average cost of that basket. And now we have a, a, a gauge. We have something, a benchmark that we can look at. And then we roll the clock forward to 1989, 1990, 91, all the way to 2000, then all the way to 2010, 11, all the way here we are 2023. And we can see over time how much those items that we have to have have increased. So, what it is, is is that example I gave in the very beginning. If I wanted to mail a letter in 1988, I took a quarter out of my pocket. I went to the United States Postal Office and I got a, a postage stamp for a quarter and I mailed that letter. Today, 2023, I walk into my local post office right here on Pennsylvania, South Penn, and I walk, throw out a quarter and I say, I need a stamp. And they're going to look at me and go, um... Mike, that won't buy a stamp. So that quarter had the ability to mail a letter in 1988. Today, it does not. That's inflation. So I pull out another quarter. I've doubled it. And Michael, that won't mail a letter. You can't buy a stamp for that. It takes 66 cents to mail a letter. So if you put your money, if I put that quarter under my 
my pillow or under my mattress in 1988. And today I pull it out because it earned no interest. It had no capital gains. It did nothing but stay the same. I lost money even though I still have the quarter. That's inflation. You you still have the quarter, but you've lost the purchasing power of the quarter. So I want to teach you how to make that quarter grow so that it still has the ability to purchase the, uh, the a stamp to mail a letter. And so in simplest form, that's inflation. Um, and I, I think that our kids need to be taught this. They, 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 they just rarely teach, you know, things about money. Um, it, it's so important to understand. I love savers. That's great. But if you really want to get ahead in life, you got to be an owner. Now, not everybody is cut out to own their own company. Not everybody has that entrepreneur spirit, but you can still be an owner. You can go to somebody like me that can give you advice in how to purchase public companies, how to own part of a company. So, you know, in this, in my world, in your world, two types of companies, there are private companies and public companies. When you go into Merrill Lynch, Morgan Stanley, um, Charles Schwab, Fidelity, you're dealing with public companies. People like me give advice on public companies. You can't buy Love's Country Store, which is a fabulous. Bill Love has grown that thing huge. Brahms, you can't, can't, those are private. Chick-fil-A, you can't own that, but you can own Walmart. You can own McDonald's. You can own many, many, most of the companies that touch us are public companies. And so uh, savers are great. And I, I encourage people when when I give you your financial plan, um, you will have a foundation that you need to have three to six months of, uh, of money set back. I call it cash and not necessarily cash. It's things that can be converted in cash within a, within a year without a penalty. Well, I'm doing that in case of an emergency. Then I'm going to work on up to what we call income investing. And then we're going to have growth. Growth is what I'm talking about here. I want to plant the seed um, with people that you need some money that will keep ahead of inflation. And the things that that typically keep ahead of inflation is ownership of things. So um, we go in great detail one on one. I'm really big on treating my clients as my equals. We're not, I never, ever, I don't want to be talked down to by anybody and I certainly don't appreciate it. And I certainly do not do that with clients. Tony, as you know, I'm a small town boy and and I've got that mentality that, um, hey, I, I, I can I can wear the suit with the best of them. I've, I've worked on Wall Street. I was with Morgan Stanley for over 10 years and I worked at the World Trade Center for a while, but I'm an Oklahoma boy and and born and raised here and came back here and just doing what I love. So anything out of today's show I want you to get, I want you to understand that inflation is a thief and that uh, taxation, taxes are, are, are going to rob you and you've got to protect your nest egg 
every way legal that you can. And we do that uh, as structuring investments in life insurance products that allow you to accumulate and grow your wealth and borrow from that that has no taxes in something called Roth IRAs, where you can put money in today that will grow tax-free for you. So when you pull it out in retirement, there's no taxes. Utilize tax-free bonds. I give advice on on what you can do to, to, you know, you need to know the rules of the game. To play the game of life, it's much easier if you've got a partner you lock arms with that kind of has a clue. Now, I'm not, I know very little about a lot of things. I do know a lot about retirement. And I do know a, a whole lot about uh, preparing and, and growing nest eggs to do that. I've been doing it professionally for 32 years. Most of you know my story. I've been doing it a lot longer than that. I started at 14 when I bought, bought my first tax-free bond for my mom and at 16 managed all of her money. And I'm talking to you right now at age 56. So, um, it's always important if you find that person that you can know and you can like and you can trust that they you lock arms with that person and and you they're a way to, for you to get ahead uh, of the pack and to uh, and to know that you're doing the smartest thing you can do. You know, none of us are perfect, absolutely, and none of us have all the answers. But you do want somebody that's been there and done that. I help people re- retire every single day. Um, I'm, that's what I do. I get up in the morning doing that. Most of us retire once, you know, so I can show you the, the, the pitfalls that are out there. I can show you things to avoid and for the grand total cost of zero to sit down and talk with me for our first appointment, our second appointment, typically I'm 10 days to 14 days out when I book your second appointment where I present to you your your true financial plan. And Tony, that encompasses everything from liability, social security maximization, um, uh, inflation. It, 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 it looks at everything thing and gives you your roadmap. And then I'm the same guy in person that I am on the radio. Zero, um, zero pushiness. Uh, I'm going to walk away and, and hope that when I do call you back in about a week that you say, Hey Mike, you know, I really like you and I like, like, what you presented to me and my family, uh, we do want to lock arms with you and have you help us implement and start this process. So, um, Man, I'm long-winded, Tony. <laughs> no, you've got a lot of great information that you're imparting. So oh, that's, I still still love that's it. That's good. So. And it is important that you work with a financial professional like yourself, a trusted advisor who's going to look out for your best interest because of rising inflation, as we talked about at the beginning of the show. Yes. Um, inflation is, uh, you know, it's uh, it actually crept up in the last report month over yep. month. So. Uh, the Fed's trying their best. I think they're going to end up raising interest rates again to try to keep it down. You know, we thought they were going to back away for a minute. I think that is that's back what they're talking about now. Uh, I think they got a goal in mind, Tony, of two percent. So, folks, when when you hear that they're raising rates, and I know most of you know this, but let's 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 do a one on one course again um, because some of us don't. When when think about this. If I'm the Federal Reserve, I'm controlling money, money supply, I'm controlling interest rates. When you raise interest rates, here's the effect that has. Let's say you and me are thinking about buying a new car. 
or anything that we're going to have to use credit. We're going to have to go to a bank and borrow the money, right? Well, if the rates are higher, the, the cost of borrowing that money, that's going to make that monthly payment higher, not lower, right? And so that may discourage us. It may make us decide not to trade the car in to go a little bit longer with that one, or maybe not upgrade to a bigger home. So it has an effect of cooling the economy. In other words, let's try to get our population to not buy as much stuff because we're worried that that the demand is so high. And, and, and why has the demand been so high? Because they gave us a lot of money for staying home. The United States government printed a lot of dollars. Yeah, they did. And they offered these these, well, these seven, all what these was it, seven trillion dollars over the course of uh, you know uh, a year and a half two year period from yes, when COVID more than started ever to, printed yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. More than and it wasn't printed. just in the it's in the Trump administration and the Biden administration. They just started printing money, I guess. Left and right. And so I get it. You know, I, I, I'm sorry, folks. I got my own opinion on things and and, and I got a big mouth. So I, <laughs> I was not happy. I was not I was not happy no. with the, the world shutting down. I was not happy seeing my clients that are small business owners to to everywhere. I've got from from the janitor to the CEO. Okay. I I, I, I love people and, and I deal with everybody. And I watched small businesses man and people that work for small businesses lose their their business lose because they weren't allowed to open up yet i saw walmart just going great you know gangbusters so what what happened was the government woke up and said oh my gosh we we're going to have a worldwide depression you know the name of our show is the bull and bear show bull is an up market bear is a down market well folks uh, a e economic recession causes a bear market down, right? A depression causes an extreme bear market. That's when things are crashing down, okay? And so they, the powers that be worldwide saw that and said, whoa, whoa we got to do something. We got to do it right now. Well, that's something that was to turn on the printing press and start printing out money, just Boom, 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 boom. Print money, print money, print money. Now we got to get it in the hands of people because we want them to do what? Spend it. We want them to spend it because they needed to get us out of a dark time that could have went to a depression. And so they offered these forgivable loans. They offered these non-forgivable loans with great interest rates spread over a big amount of time. And we're talking some people were getting a half a million dollars, 250,000. I mean, there were big numbers uh, going out and people did what they do best. They get a dollar in their hand, they go spend it. And so all of a sudden you had the thing that causes inflation is a big demand and smaller uh, or less uh, supply. So as everybody listening to me absolutely knows, what happened to used cars? They went astronomical, 
in price. Yeah. I know lots Talk about of people inflation. that, Holy cow. yeah, they, they drove their car for four or five years, put a lot of miles and sold it for more than they paid for it. Why did that happen? Because you couldn't go on a car lot because they told us that they couldn't get the chips for the new vehicles. You could not find new vehicles. I saw my 56 years alive. I saw some of the biggest car dealerships and, and Lord, those people make money. I mean, those car dealers, <laughs> They make a lot of money, I, and I'm, I'm looking at a parking lot that has five cars on it that used to have hundreds, and so naturally, if you can't get a new car, used cars are going to go up in value. You've got a lot of demand. you got a lot of dollars chasing a, a scarce commodity. And so that, folks, is inflation. It's right in front of all of our eyes. We, we lived it. Every one of us listened to me. We lived it. And so... What we're dealing with is is absolutely it's textbook what happened. You you, you print out more money. You you got things that are hard to get. Does, does everybody remember how hard it was to get a roll of toilet paper? I mean, <laughs> come on, it, it was crazy. And it was that way for I mean, months. I, I mean, I Tony, I feel so embarrassed. I hear I'm going uh, confession time. I'm I go. I go to to uh, Walmart, and this is in the very beginning, very very beginning before they restricted the deal. And yes, I am the guy that grabbed three large bulk rolls of toilet paper because it's like defend for defend for yourself. I got to protect my family, and we all got to go to the bathroom. So, <laughs> you know, that was happening. People were grabbing more than they needed. It got very scarce, and uh, that's crazy. It was just such a crazy time. I just wonder if uh, – if I hope we never go through a time like that again, but I, I, I it's going to be interesting as time marches on that we tell the stories of what really happened, um, and then we learn what really happened will be interesting too. But so here we are today. We, we've we've got uh, an economy that, despite all of that, that worked. That really did work. We did not go into a, a depression. Uh, matter of fact, we touched on a recession. The media was very quick to not. I I think they had marching orders from somewhere powers that be not to sometimes things get self-fulfilling if you talk about things enough that people start believing things and they talked about positive things enough people started believing it so we avoided going into a deep recession we did touch in we were in a recession for a while and so now what happens? Things get overheated. We got all this demand. Prices go through the roof. Steel doubles. Price of lumber doubles. Everything goes crazy. Well, you can't allow that because guess what's going to happen? When when now, right back to the thing they avoided, they, they're now staring at it again going, uh-oh, um, people can't afford to go out and eat. They're going to quit going out and eating as much. People can't afford to buy a new home because the prices are so high, they're not going to buy as much. And all of a sudden that can lead to a recession and it uh, could lead to a deep recession. And so we got to put the brakes on because how, how the government, how, how the Fed, uh, Federal Reserve stimulates our economy, it, they got a couple of things they can do, big, powerful things they can do. Number one is print money. Well, they had already printed more money than they had in the history of the United States, okay? So that's kind of out the door. Number two to stimulate an economy uh, would be to, what, lower interest rates. Sure. Well, folks, we were at, we were at decade. Your parents, Tony, yep. your parents – 
did not experience in their childhood as low as interest rates as we had. It's It was the lowest interest right. rate environment in everybody's life. Yep. Okay. So the Fed wakes up a little too late. They're often slow to the game and go, uh-oh, we better start the raising game. it. They, they are. They are. And Hence so, the word federal. Yeah. Yes. And, and it's a whole other conspiracy topic <laughs> that the Federal Reserve has nothing to do with the federal government. But but anyway, sure. that'll be for, that'll be another show we'll talk sure, about. Completely but, non-political. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> totally non-political. Oh, my Just goodness. Just like the oil industry so, isn't driven. There's no politics there. No, no. Every war we've ever fought, <laughs> I think, is overruled. It has nothing to do with politics, I guarantee it. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. It's so inter- interesting. Uh, you know, as you get older, your eyes get more open, and you're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Things are really not as they have been told to us. But, when I was younger, but my we, parents always complained about different things, and I'm like, oh, man, uh, they're just uh, they're negative. Life is great. You know what I mean? And then, uh, yeah, as I, yeah. then I get older and go, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I get yeah. it. Isn't that true? You know, <laughs> but I mean, when that's, you're, when you know, inflation is one of those things, especially when you're staring, you know, 7.5% mortgage rates when, when, you know, a couple pre COVID they were 2% in the twos yeah. in the twos. We locked in. Or, two are we dummies? Nine. I've got it. Oh, you're not a dummy. You're not a dummy. Not me. I have 4.25 oh. and I'm still happy with 4.25, <laughs> but all my buddies are refinanced. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to, oh. you know, I'm getting close to getting it paid Man, off it, anyway. So I'm just not going to do it. Three, you refinance. That's the rule. That's uh, the rule. That's, not the exception. Right. I mean, that's in, and you know, right now, which brings up another topic, when I talk to you and get to, to know you, uh, you know, and, and get to know your risk tolerance, uh, right now is one is a tremendous time uh, for something called, if it's appropriate, I'm not telling you it's appropriate because I don't know your situation, but I'm telling you if it is appropriate because interest rates are higher much higher you those of you listening to me are holding policies uh, of of fixed index annuities that they bought five years ago seven years ago eight years ago you need to call me you need we need to talk because just like refinancing your home made total complete sense when it fell in the twos then right now it makes a lot of sense to to look at some of these new products because they're phenomenal but that's that's for when we get together and, and go there's some exciting things um, that I I I'm looking at and and depending on a person's risk tolerance and where they are in life and how far away they are to retirement there's some there's some industries tony that that are uh, could be very lucrative over time um but I always risk i'm gonna tell you my mom taught me this and it's so true if somebody shows you a product or an investment that has a high return, higher than you're used to seeing, you can rest assured there's more risk involved. You know, mom, mom said always, Michael, there are no free lunches in life. And boy, those words, such wisdom. You know, mom had a lot of little sayings like that, that, that I've grown as I've gotten older uh, to really appreciate. Um, and so that's one of them. And, and so true. But if we have our eyes wide open, we understand the risk. There, there's opportunities going on right now. Just when, the, like the, when the internet started, when the internet started, think about 
things that what happened with some companies they blew up um you you, you saw prices the valuations of companies go through well, right now we're, we're experiencing something like that it's called artificial intelligence there's it's an exciting thing that's going on in our country it's also a little scary Little, little, little worrisome that we're going to have a lot of people replaced by machines. We are. I worry about what are they going to do? You know, what are you going to do when Elon Musk, the owner of Tesla, has is coming up with a uh, a, a humanoid robot that's going to cost under twenty thousand um, dollars that will have the ability like his cars that that can walk and and visually see and talk and 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 function a lot like a human think about if you own a, a yard care service i mean these yard care guys are making a fortune they swoop into a neighborhood and and you know they're doing these yards well if you own one of one of tesla's robots you can just tell those guys never to come back because that robot's going to mow your yard for you. And it's going to go do your laundry and it's going to clean your house. And there's a lot of jobs uh, that, that are repetitive or things that, that, that are already getting, you know, changed, but the future, and we're about three years away from that. That's not very, it's a blink of an eye for, for three years to pass. And so there's lots and lots and lots of things happening. Um, I, I downloaded on my phone an app called uh, uh, oh my goodness I'm going to go blank them on it, um, chat GPT okay it's free you ought to download it if you haven't done that folks you, you, hey don't don't put your head in the sand like an ostrich AI is happening you need to understand as much as you can about it you talk to people like me um, to open your eyes up a little bit more that little little chat gbt gpt you can ask it questions and i've heard that it that the level three version which is the free one tony i've heard it has an iq of around one if it could be measured 160 to 200 okay and uh the level uh three version or four version which is paid i hear it has a 1600 equivalent iq now I'm going to tell you, um, an Einstein, we got Einstein in our pocket, guys, and we can ask it questions, and it can do things for you. It will blow your mind. I have asked it many things. It, it's it, within a blink of an eye. It can do complete essays. It can, it can, um, you know, give my my daughter, my 13 year old Bree, wanted to come up with an internet company, and she she like a little shopping place right and she said dad uh, i need a jingle and i said well let me ask chat gbt and i did that typed in there and, and, and within seconds it gave like 14 different little cute little jingles that matched the name that she wanted for her her online store so there's lots of uh, <coughs> lots of things going on in this world right now that we can be excited about there's things that we need to be fearful about you know that it's a double-edged sword uh, as often many things are so Okay, I'll get back on subject. Let's go back to let, let, let's go. Let, let me let me uh, look at my notes here and go back. Uh, yo, here we go. I want to talk about this. So um, l- let's talk about um, uh, c- some of the key uh, things about understanding inflation. Inflation is the rate at which the cost of goods and services increase. And we've we've talked about that. Inflation is sometimes classified into three categories, Tony. It's called demand pool, 
Now, that was when I was talking about there's not very many cars and everybody wants to use car. There's a big demand for that. Okay, that causes the price to go up. That's demand pull. Cost push. That can also uh, it's it, it, it just costs more to get laborers to do the work. And and that's that means that uh, the owners of the company are going to increase the price because they're having to pay their their uh, employees higher wages. So that's cost push. And then there's built in. So those are the way you classify inflation. Uh, the most used inflation indexes is wholesale price index. You'll hear this term WPI and consumer price index. Consumer price index is is one that that I like to look at. You know that's got uh, the cost of milk and eggs and uh, haircuts in it and toothpaste. I mean it's a basket of things that you and I use every day. Okay, and and they go out and and they price that basket of goods. Um, and depending on your personal view uh, as well as uh, a pace of change, inflation can be viewed either positive or it can be a negative thing. Now, I'm going to tell you, if you own gold or silver and it does move up with inflation or you own a home, you're pretty tickled that that the price of lumbers went up. See, who get, really gets hurt if you have all your money in cash as that loses its purchasing power as inflation rages higher. Think about my example of putting a quarter under your pillow in 1988. And in 2023, you pull that quarter out and you no longer have the ability to mail a letter. So those of you that are sitting with a lot of cash and that's all you have, that's all you, you, you don't invest in any assets. You've got it all in the bank. Um, the problem with that is a lot of the time you can't keep ahead of inflation. And so one of my suggestions, when I look at your whole situation and your whole dreams and goals and family and your liabilities will be to keep you ahead of inflation and to reposition your assets in such a way that I like to call an all-weather portfolio that you can handle recessions and, and you can handle boom times and you, you, you protect yourself and you grow when you can. Exactly. And I think that, you know, you have to plan for inflation when you plan for retirement, obviously. Uh, yes. From everything you've been saying, it's just a, that's a wake-up call to do that. And I know when you create plans, Michael, for your clients uh, and people you meet with, uh, you always factor in inflation. Now, you know, are yep. you going to factor in the exact uh, amount of inflation for a particular year? No, but you're going to factor in inflation at an average price uh, over the next 30 years so people can at least uh, have a hope of keeping up with inflation and have that built in. Because you're going to have low inflation years and high inflation years, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Perfectly said. So it would be a mistake to assume that inflation is going to be at 8%, you know, year over year. I mean, that's where we're at right now, but it's not going to keep doing that. You know, we'll, we'll get it back down. It, 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 it ebbs and flows. I'm going to look at the average. So I kind of know, you know, I did the math, uh, on, on that, uh, that 25 cent stamp in 1988, it, it, it is increased. Let me look at my notes here. It's increased 164%. Well, that's 35 years. You divide that by 35, it's somewhere around 5%. 
is is what the cost of mailing a letter has increased. I looked at the price of lumber, steel. It, it believe it or not, it, it's kind of in that line. A loaf of bread, a loaf of bread. I looked at twenty six years ago. I rolled it to today. It's up about one hundred thirty six percent. That's pretty close to five percent a year. Uh, is, is how breads increase. So we're going to look and and see. Fed likes to keep it two three percent. Um, we certainly must factor it in because when you retire today, let's say you retire with a million dollars, okay? And let's say you have all of that in FDIC insured CDs, yielding somewhere in the 5% range. Uh, let, let's, from simple math, 5%, 5% of a million dollars is $50,000 before consideration if you are in tax bracket, if you got taxes. Uh, so you got $50,000 to live on and your principal is intact if you only spend Fifty thousand to live on, um, and so what we'll do is we'll make sure uh, that you don't have everything in an asset that can only do that. Keep pace. I, I think five percent over time would keep pace with inflation. Certainly, three years ago you could not have got five percent. Three years ago, you're lucky to get a percent, one percent, right? Certainly not keeping up with inflation. So higher rates do help people that are in retirement and have uh, the money available to deploy into into fixed income things that bonds that are producing dividends or interest, right? It's hard on our younger people. Uh, going out to get a home for the first time, or or their family's grown and it's time to up upsize um it's gonna be harder man uh yeah. hey two and a half percent is a far cry from eight percent on financing a home and uh uh but we help people with things like that we really i want to be the person that you're getting ready to do a home deal i'm not a real estate agent that's not what i do but you know i give i give advice and you'll say mike does this make sense should i do this 25 year mortgage or 30 should i be paying every two weeks uh you know take take my payment and bust it up into two payments a month instead of one i help you i i, I just just tell you that what the math looks like right that's that's what we want to be for people i want to be your I want to. I want to be your your finance person. Yeah. I want to. I want to be the person you go to. Exactly. Well, there you go. And uh, you know what, Michael? Great show today. Uh, you covered a lot, but we're out of time. Really quick, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Please give me a call. I look forward to talking with you. I'm, more importantly, I look forward to meeting you and to really helping you. So give me a call, Michael McGuire. My number is four zero five. 760-5863. One more time, it's 405-760-5863. I hope that you have a blessed week, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week. Thank you. All right, and that does it for today's episode of The Bull and Bear Show. Thank you for listening to Safe Retirement Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Capital. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. 
Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.